0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soccer
1: Crush,
0: sponsored Cash. by Roughneck Sports. It's going to be a fun episode. There's been a lot going on, and I don't know if you guys know this, but my dreams are coming true today. It's a full <gasps> episode. I, I did know that. <laughs> <It is>
1: literally <laughs> all
0: she cares about. It is full Chelsea. Let's go. Well, I mean, not
1: yet. It's not full Chelsea yet. We do have some lovely things to discuss with you, our
2: amazing listeners, supporters, crushes, friends. When it turns to all Chelsea, I will still be here to keep us level-headed. He has not been
1: exiled. (laughs) He (laughs) has not been relegated to the depths of hell. Just because she supports Liverpool, we still love her. Thank you. At least it's not Tottenham. Yeah, I don't... I actually said that yesterday. That's the I'm unforgivable sorry. sin Jesus spoke of in Leviticus. <laughs> Trisha and I were talking and I was like, you know, I think if
2: Beth were a Tottenham supporter, I don't think soccer pressure would work out so well. We would have broken up.
0: Yeah, we really would have. But I mean, we I do, do have to confess
2: that. that I do have a Tottenham sweatshirt. Beth. Why would you I do know. that? You know. And our <laughs>
1: episode is over. Thank you guys so much. Um if you want some custom scarves?
2: <laughs> uh and have- then Soccer Crush was over. <laughs>
1: you know what? 2 years we had a good run. Thank you guys. Do you have a fire? I do. Okay, are you guys surprised? Oh, yeah, I am. I have one too. Isn't that crazy? You, like, always have one, Beth. I'm always the one on...
2: (laughs) You always pretend like you have one, and it's very impressive. I usually think of it five seconds before it's my turn.
1: I was thinking of it earlier because I was hungry. Okay. So what is the next Cincinnati restaurant that you're looking forward to trying? Oh, my God. Cincinnati, greater Cincinnati area. doesn't have to be, like, Cincy proper.
0: Okay. There is a taco truck in Pendleton Mm -hmm. that I keep trying to go try... And they're only open specific days, and I can't remember the name of them. It's just Pendleton Taco Truck. Okay. I'm going to look them up right
1: now. I can't wait to go to Gaslight. I really want to try their burgers.
0: It's Rojo Tacos.
2: I want to go to Mochico Cincy, Cafe Mochico. It is – I'm probably butchering the name, but it is an Asian-American cafe just right up from my street – they have a delicious-looking baked goods all the time, and there's like a line out there on Saturday mornings, and I really want to go really bad, but I just haven't place. yet. Even though I can walk there, we know. One we time can. I walked by and there with red, and they had like bakery stuff in the display window, and like I did not have my card on me to purchase any because they have a little walk-up window too. You should have sold your body for it. I thought about it.
1: Yeah. I would have. That's a fair exchange. What For is big Gaslight Gaslight Cafe in Silverton? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We definitely need to try that. Find mm-hmm. that cool record place we should go to before Christmas because I'm sure we can find it. And Goodfellas. Yeah, you know how I feel. And UDF.
2: Goodfellas is good.
0: <laughs> Beth, what is your rapid fire?
2: My rapid fire is: What is the best book you have read so far this year? This oh, year. Beth. I know. Put you on the
0: spot. I got to get out my list. I got to open my library app,
2: Beth. I know. Take your time. What you is Do you want me to tell you mine while yeah, you're Yeah, I
0: would like okay. to. The best that.
2: book I've read this year is The Vanishing Half. Oh,
1: that one was so good. Um, I very much liked that one as well. Okay, um, mine would be Horror Store by Grady Hendrix. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite one I've read this year. But I also really liked The Maidens by uh, the guy who wrote The Silent oh, Patient. That was really on good. On my list. It's really good. I liked it more than The Silent Patient. Mm-hmm. I also read Psy Gone by Phuc Tron. It's like a memoir. Uh, my friend Felice, her brother, Sam, he has like kind of a book club. It's called New American Economy. And that mm-hmm. was one of their books that they read for it. And it was it was very good. I'm glad I read it.
0: Um... I have to say Megan Rapinoe's biography was really fantastic. I did enjoy that. And I really liked this book called The Year of the Witching. It's a fiction book. and It was fantastic. Um, it's also on my list. And Kristen Hanna is one of my, my grandma and I both read her. <laughs> she writes stories, historical stories with really strong female leads. And this one had a sprinkling of communism in it. So, you know, I was yeah. all about it. But it was also fantastic. I have a long list of books. If anybody needs a
1: recommendation, I mean, while we're on the topic of books, I
0: know, right? What a great segue! I'm just going to skip my rapid fire and let's go straight.
2: No, ask your rapid fire. (laughs) No, it's about. That's okay. We can circle back around. We'll cut this part out.
0: Hold that thought. (laughs) Um, So last night was the Emmys, and Ted Lasso won everything, like it should
1: have.
0: No, like we've talked about which Ted Lasso character we are but I really feel like everyone's a mix of two which two mm-hmm. Ted Lasso characters do you think you're a mix of
1: Roy and Higgins oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's very contradictory but I get I know. it I'm a little I'm a little bit Higgins probably Nate and Beard I absolutely could see that I think I'm a Ted and a Keely. I was just going to say Ooh. Ted. And Keely. I was thinking if she
2: doesn't say that, I'm going to call her out. Yeah. That seems right. Interesting. Yeah, nailed it. That, or, it was I great. Think. I it was the most fun I've had watching the Emmys in a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, board shows are, always have their issues, right? But yeah. but at least it was a show I actually watch yeah. and care about, and I'm glad Jason Sudeikis like, and that velvet suit true. Mama Mamma Mia. He is a cute girl. <laughs> anyway, so don't tell to- him I'm going to see Harry Styles this weekend. Yikes. <laughs> he will never
0: know. He'll never know. <laughs> so books, Beth, what do you know about that?
2: Um, I know a lot about books. I know for one that we are starting a Soccer Crush book club. club. We've only talked about it for like a year. And- I know it's an idea we've had for a long time. We finally have pulled the trigger. We are starting a book club, and we have picked our first book. Yeah, we have. We have. We, we have indeed. On them. Yeah, I'm ready. Should we go ahead and share? Yeah, let's do it. Should I do a drum roll? That'll, that'll definitely make my dog bark. Okay. <laughs> so we, we have chosen Get Your Head in the Game by Dominic Stevenson. And Dominic has very graciously donated a copy of his book, which allowed us to do a giveaway yes. um, to some of you who've been, well, one of you has been tweeting about our book club starting. So we really appreciate that, all of the mentions, but um, we did pick a winner for the giveaway we did we did do you want to share that i would love
0: to i don't have it up though I oh. am that. <laughs> trisha has it
1: go trisha oh it's that's no pressure it uh the winner is mj with a twitter i almost said hashtag with a twitter mention of at voting nm which could stand for anything maybe new mexico maybe north montana maybe <laughs> north macedonia probably North they like jamie Barty. We'll find, out. <laughs> we'll find out but um congratulations
0: congratulations speak out to you on twitter and to everybody else interested in joining our book club you have plenty of time we'll be tweeting about it you can tweet at us you can tweet with us hashtag us you can drop into our dms just dm us
1: we will be, we'll be sharing, sharing more information about our book club discussion and other fun happenings regarding the book club
2: and this book shortly so bolo be on the one logistic that is probably helpful to know about is we have decided to do book club seasonally so that it is not too too much pressure you're not gonna have to read a book a month or a week even we're gonna do seasonally and so our first book will be um we're planning on doing a discussion in december so you have plenty of time to get dominic's book and read it Um, i'm very excited about it because it's about mental health and soccer i've already started it and it's it's good i'm enjoying it exciting i have to finish my book from my other book club which is very difficult to read and then i will be diving in to get your head in the game i can't wait to hear you talk crap about the current book you're reading with us offline yeah it's back. uh it doesn't have paragraphs that's my major complaint yeah, <laughs> Google. it's a nightmare but this i'm excited about France. this
0: beth are you Very ready for nice. league updates i'm ready all right nw no matches were this week but the top of the table is the portland thorns the OL rain and north carolina courage the u.s women's national team is currently in cincinnati right now hanging out practicing go. and ready for their match Too charlie's much. been at fountain square Meeting Rose Lavelle's niece, is that not the cutest thing ever?
2: Um, Jess had, like, such an eye for this at the match on Saturday. She, We were standing in the bailey, and she, like, elbows me and was like, Rose Lavelle is down there. And she was just, like, in, like, a sweatshirt and baseball cap and jeans. And just, she, like, totally oh, yeah. spotted her on the sidelines. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's Rose Lavelle. And she was there. She kicked out the first ceremonial first kick, which I didn't know was a thing we do, but for it's Rose. All right. But I guess that's the only way someone can score at TQL. So. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. But I, 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 you no guys party. are going to see them tomorrow, right? Yeah. I'm terrified. We're going to get a picture together, Beth. We have I'm to. Excited. We're going to get freshers with Jay and Katie. Yeah, That sounds lovely. So I don't know what we're doing.
0: <laughs> USL, we're only updating you on Rowdies because that's all that matters. On the 11th, they played the New York Red Bulls, too. It was 6-0, and everyone got a brace.
1: Leo got a brace. Seba got a brace. Jan Ekra got a brace. Braces everywhere. It was,
0: it was beautiful. a
2: hat trick of braces. It really was. It was. I kept getting updates on my phone, like, popping up on my phone, because I think that's another one where I was at the stadium, at, at the tickle. At the
0: Well, it was on fire at Al Lang. And then on the 18th, it was the Rowdies, Atlanta United 2. And again, Sebastian Gonzati, El Capitan, another race, 2 0 win. Um, and now Evan Loro and the Rowdies lead the USL with the most minutes without conceding a goal, which is 801 minutes currently.
2: Amazing.
0: You could never. No. They came so many donuts. Them.
1: Yeah, so many donuts. <laughs> I'm talk about that uh season ticket holder gift later.
0: <laughs> and so the top of the table um divisionally is Phoenix Rising, El Paso lo- Locomotive, the purple team we don't acknowledge, and the rowdies. So it's going fantastically. Also, uh Seba is tied with Russell Cicerone for second with most goals in USL. He will win. Or he won't, I don't know. I don't know that he'll win, but he may do more than Russell. That's fair, and then in MLS, only talking about FC Cincinnati since that's the only team we're mildly interested in, and I would say mildly is a strong
2: word here for us anyway. Beth <laughs> is much kinder than I. It. Still, I'm still, you know, I'm hanging in there, guys. So <laughs> FC Cincinnati versus
0: Atlanta was zero to four.
2: What happened? That was painful. That was painful to Martinez watch. What has happened? I love him. It was. It was, it, it was
0: not
1: good. Not great, good. Bob. And no, was PT
0: match. Yeah,
2: yeah. It was okay. It was
0: because veneers so, is out on COVID protocol. Who do you want to blame for that loss?
2: Um, the turf. I'm going to go with the turf. Yeah, probably. <laughs> who was the man of the match? Um, Joseph Martinez. Oh, yeah, good. absolutely. <laughs> And then really love Joseph.
0: And then yes. Saturday, FC Cincinnati took on NYC FC. It was a one-two loss. Guys, it
2: really there was a, a few moments there where it felt like we were gonna win because we went up and then they took the goal away. And then immediately NYC FC got that penalty uh. kick. It was rough. The officiating was rough. I felt like the no game got completely out of control. Two players got red cards. Things were thrown on the field. It was messy. It was messy and gross. And I people um, on the pitch. I yeah, that. yeah. Can we Talk about that for a second. Yeah, we can. No. Uh, it was interesting to watch. We because it was someone in the Bailey, and then there was a ton more security, and then then somebody, and then later on, somebody else threw a bottle, and they definitely figured out who that was, and they went and got him and escorted him out. Here are my uh, thoughts: is yeah. one. You're a shitty fan if you do that. But how dare you
0: embarrass us in front of Rose Lavelle like that?
2: I know. I she, Rose Lavelle was not the only U.S. woman's No, they were all they there. Were there. Yeah, they were all there. So hopefully they were not watching. They were, were probably thinking, oh,
1: react. shit, we better make sure that we score. Here's the thing. <laughs> Call the
0: ref an asshole like a normal human being and just keep your trash to yourself.
2: Yeah. I mean, not to mention that like our players are down there too. Like you don't like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't like it. Unless
1: you're going to Declan Rice it and pick it up and
2: drink it and then keep on going. <laughs> that was fantastic. That That's was like fun. one of my favorite moments of the season in premier league, except for Mo, which we can talk about. in a yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: Let's, let's go into that champions league. So Chelsea, then it was a one zero. Uh, Luke Walker is just, magic
1: i think yeah. we're gonna have a great run in champions league i'm happy liverpool won and then liverpool and ac milan was three two i'm happy for you beth until we play thank you.
2: you i know right until we play each other but i will Congrats- be happy for liverpool Chelsea. Yes. congratulations to liverpool Yeah, congratulations to us and then also congratulations
0: to us speaking of premier league um, both sitting at the top of the table right now, but I did have to to call out. I wrote no other Premier League scores except Liverpool mm-hmm. and Chelsea because that's all I felt that was important. Except Man City and Southampton in that zero zero draw. What?
2: <laughs> I didn't I watch that, much, but that is a pretty sh- surprising score line. Can we talk about Arsenal winning like two in a row?
1: Yeah, they yeah, did. have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's. Crazy. Oh, top coach was like, "Listen, you're
2: embarrassing me." Get it together. I'm going to kill you. I it's think like if you want best- a, a non attractive coach, then keep playing crappy because I'll get fired. I really and truly believe that he sent them all death threats. Maybe
1: he threatened one of their dogs and was like, Stop messing around and when or everyone you love is going to die. I cannot Maybe. confirm. I have no proof. It's just a feeling.
0: I think that if Arsenal wants to do better they probably need to get rid of Arteta. I don't think that he is is going to be filling their trophy case.
1: Just a feeling that I have. I don't think Stam is going to be filling our trophy case. We don't have a trophy case. <laughs>
2: we have a spoon
1: rack. That's
0: No, tr- we have
2: that plate from our USL days. Yeah, we have, have a plate our spoons on
0: with it with our spoons, Beth. We have a kitchen. <laughs> we don't have a trophy case. <laughs> we can eat. <laughs> we
2: have a kitchen. <laughs> We did, so true.
0: <laughs> but then, um, so Liverpool Crystal Palace was 3-0. Let's Yay. talk about that, Beth.
2: It was a great, great match. Um, for, I, first of all, I have to share with you that I saw online that Mo Salah has only ever had four yellow cards, three of them for taking his shirt off. I, You know what? That's it makes fair. the world a better place. Worth Thank it. You. <laughs> Thank Worth you. It. Sadio Mane's goal was beautiful. Mo's goal was beautiful. And then... Um, I'm gonna say his name wrong, Kata. He, um, was not, I don't think even he thought he was gonna score that goal because it was like very random and he just was completely shocked by his own (laughs) like skill. So it was great, it was great. Hey, you'll take Um, me. It was a fine match to watch. Um,
0: I'm glad that you had a good time. Our Twitter was alive and well on Saturday with Liverpool.
1: Um, Propaganda. (laughs) Our Twitter was also very live on Friday with anti Alexi Lala stuff. Thank you guys so much for meeting him with us. We always know how to unite the soccer community against him.
0: (laughs) Um, And then on Sunday, soccer crush was blue because it was a London derby. I know. I just got the look. Who was our favorite caller? I just got the look from Trisha. <laughs> um, it was Chelsea Tottenham, who I hate with every fiber of my being. Yes. And I did not know that about yeah. you guys. I don't know if you've ever of information. I've said. Did you know how much we hate Tottenham? I hate Tottenham. I hate them. No idea. Um, I hate that chicken on a beach ball. I hate text. Trisha, because we did not watch the match together, and I texted her before the match started, and it was a voice message, and I was like, this is very important that I tell you before this match starts, and I mean it with my whole chest, but fuck Harry Kane, and I just needed to
1: know. (laughs) I was getting pedicures with my dad for my birthday, and I was watching it on my phone.
0: So it was a 3-0 match, which just played out perfectly. The first half was not perfect.
1: No, it was not great, Bob.
0: But, you know, once Chelsea scored, I think everything just kind of fell into place for us. It was a Tiago Silva header. Um, Ingolo had the most adorable goal. And it was almost like he didn't know how to celebrate his goal. He so he doesn't. just he just ran to Kai Havertz and it was so adorable, like this huge height difference and the smiles on their faces. Well, son,
1: I would Commit premeditated murder if anyone hurt Nicole Conte. He is so precious to me. I love him so much. I think he's the best player we have. Right, I love honestly. him so much.
0: And then um, Trigger had this fantastic goal in the nice. stoppage time that it, uh, we should have scored a hundred more. Actually, we probably should have scored at least seven more. Yeah. But. I was, Emo was a little bit off and then tony just knocked it in i and was then, watching
1: with my dad and i was like oh yeah three zero and he was like they didn't need to do that third one that was unnecessary and I, that's why it you're was concerned. not i suspect him to be a liverpool supporter which is fine it's not um rapist united and it's not Rottenham, yeah. so <laughs> that's fine i'm not offended by that but he's wrong yeah. But I'm not offended.
2: Sorry. It was like our weekend of twinning. Same scoreline, and now we're both top of the table with the same amount of points.
0: I think
1: we've had pretty much the exact same scoreline as Liverpool the entire time. That's yeah. the only team we've drawn against.
0: Yeah. I still have thoughts about that match, but I can't share them here. The officiating is not <laughs> great, Bob. But
1: that's okay, because
0: we go it's, again, as the kids say. It's early in the season. We'll see where you know things fall, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. So if you stay tuned, because it's going to get proper chels.
1: Proper chels. <laughs> That's. A thank you so much for just being kind and letting us do this. We love you.
2: I'm. I'm happy for you both. I will um, try to act like I know things about Chelsea. Yeah. Here's a shortcut. Just agree with everything we say. I. I will do that. And
1: yes. you know, just say <laughs> Loconte is like the cutest human on the planet, and then you'll fit right in. That's it.
0: But uh, I think we need to go talk some tactics about that, Matt.
2: Yes, before our guests. Let's go. We'll We'll be back.
0: And welcome back, everybody. I am so thrilled. Tactics were so tactful. Thank you guys for talking about them with me
2: in our notebook. It was our longest tactic break ever. Your notebook yes. is full. That means so
1: full. all <laughs> tactics are done. No one can think of anything new. I'm, Yopstam, come to us for tactics. We can do this.
0: <laughs> I am the Thomas Tuchel of tactics.
1: Okay. No, you're
0: not. <laughs> Love you. but And more excitingly, I, I'm living my best life. Trisha, we're living our best life. Sorry. Yes.
1: I was going to say, uh, Ma'am. <laughs>
0: Dan from London is Blue podcast is here to talk all things Chelsea and Beth has to suffer through it. So Dan,
2: I'm here to help us like keep a level head about things and uh, we bring you in if I need to.
1: Is she the Nicola Conte? No. Sorry, Beth. <laughs> you, no one's the Nicola Conte except for Nicola
0: She's O'Conte. the most a Sorry. Um, Dan, thank you so much for coming And hanging out with us And sharing your very expert opinion Well,
3: I I don't know how expert it is But uh, it at least is refined From constant repetition of podcasting And trying to add a little bit more information uh, Into a sphere that at the time We started the podcast seven years ago Was pretty much like all Liverpool podcasts All Arsenal podcasts, United podcasts And I think there were Two other Chelsea podcasts that were pretty prominent. and They were both UK based, and we're like, "Hey, we should do a US one." And so, uh, yeah, it's it's always great to talk about Chelsea, and it's always great to talk about it in a a different light in the kind of the, the the lighthearted, but then also super serious way that the three of you can get into as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I do have to say, so I just listened to the new episode that dropped today, and I had one question. Like, it, this is super important. Did you refer? To Tottenham Stadium as the Toilet Bowl?
3: Yes. It's a, the aerial view is is very much in the shape of a porcelain palace, as it were. It is very much the place where the refuse should go. And uh, yeah. it is very fitting. That is just where Tottenham have decided to play for the foreseeable future.
1: I it's already my favorite
0: guest. I know. I don't think I could love you anymore. And we're done. Just, Great job, everyone. That's it. Um, I, I found it delightful and I needed to confirm that I was like, I think they just called that a toilet bowl and you're right. It is the whole team, everything. They definitely shit the bed this weekend and it was great to watch for me and not you son. We love you. Sorry. Oh no, I had, I, okay. So I made this statement. Weeks ago, where it was like, "What team do you hate so much?" But you have to respect one player, and I was like, "Well, I really can't be mad at Sun." Turns out, when I'm watching them, you can. I can be mad at Sun, (laughs) so I have to retract that. that I have to retract that former statement. I was like, "I can't want. I can't wish him to do poorly." And I did at one point. I you wanted to
1: do poorly at one
0: point. I texted you, and I was like, "I hope Kepa injured him." When they just like all that was hilarious, and I was like, "I hope he just injured him." It was. So turns
1: out I'm a liar.
0: I can't say anything nice about Tottenham. I'm sorry. I made you do 30 seconds. Yeah, of you space.
1: made me do it. I couldn't. That's the cruelest thing you've ever done to me.
0: Well, this will make up for it. We're no, going to play a game called Chelsea Superlatives, much like we did with FC Cincinnati when Jonah was here. We are going to, we're going we're gonna to assign superlatives to our favorite Chelsea
1: players. Um, do you want to start? Yes most likely to score an own goal? Oh. Was
2: yeah,
3: a... I, well, I'm just trying to think about who most recently has scored an own goal, but it, it's probably the one that would be most unfortunately hilarious would be Timo Werner, just yeah. because he's not scoring on the opposite oh. side. So for him to score an own goal would be quite terrible. Uh, but he typically sits a little too far back on set pieces. So it would have to be really extreme for it to happen. But that would be the one that if it did, I would, if my heart would break.
1: Gonna happen. Poor Timo, his luck he with us. He tries so hard. I think the the only cure, and I think you'll agree with me, and it's it hurts me to say, I think he needs to eat ketchup on scrambled eggs. I think that's what he needs to do, because what is this? We'll have to post that video. It's my favorite. What's the next one? most likely to become a coach after retiring.
3: Oh, it's Thiago Silva. Like the way he's been in the stands, like he's absolutely like working on those badges at some point. He's fantastic. I, I'm obsessed with
0: his wife. He is fantastic.
3: Number one Chelsea supporter. Number I one. She oh. has rocketed to the top of the charts and will not relinquish that probably for the foreseeable future. It's quite wonderful. 100%.
0: She also said she hated Tottenham on her Twitter and Instagram this weekend.
1: So I I liked it. I love her. Most likely to post many thirst traps on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's been probably
3: Ruben Loftus cheek.
1: Oh, I want to see it. Yeah, you're right. Actually, I take that back. It is Ruben Loftus. Listen, Ben Chilwell cannot post them with the outfits that he wears. He does not dress cute. It can't be a thirst trap if you have bad fashion. Most likely to have the best playlist for the locker room.
3: Oh, uh, it's not Christian Pulisic, um, as all of the fellow players have slated his music choices. And... I mean, uh, it's probably uh, Pat Nevin rolling in from Chelsea TV to come into the locker room for a few minutes because he's got, obviously, a professional career of being a DJ. So uh, maybe whomever sits close to him uh, would be the the, the beneficiary. I'm going to go non-player for it.
1: (laughs) Uh, Tam would
0: have had a great playlist. I do, yeah. Former player would have definitely been Tammy Abraham.
3: Yeah, it would have been good. Yeah, He would have been a good one.
1: Most likely to have the best goal celebration.
3: I mean, Antonio Rudiger had a really interesting one this past weekend. Uh, <laughs> that was quite I feel like unfortunate. He
0: didn't know what to do? I feel like both he and Ngolo Kanté had no idea what to My do after angel. they scored.
3: Yeah, Rudiger scored with more regularity than than Ngolo Kanté has. Like Ngolo Kanté just never knows what to do, oh, and wonder. like. It's it's it is magical. Like it is the type of thing that just brings tears to your eye that like, you know, the, the sun would open up if it was a stormy day, there'd be a rainbow, there would be a unicorn oh. flying through the sky and Nagoa Kante would just be smiling because he scored another goal against a big six eye.
1: <laughs> He's my favorite person on the planet. That's, I love him so much. That is definitely fair. Beth, you're
3: next.
2: I'm ready. Best dressed off the pitch.
3: Oh it probably also goes, I mean, not simplistic. <laughs> yeah, no No there's there's not a there's not a fit game there uh at all. And uh his his Puma line of attire leaves a lot to be questioned. There's a lot of question marks around some of his decisions and uh the attire is definitely gonna be one, the playlist is definitely gonna be one, amongst many other things. That GQ photo shoot. <laughs>
1: Okay. mark. <laughs> Why did he look like Mike Pence?
3: <laughs> wow. I never drew that conclusion, but uh, I'm going to have to go back and double check that
1: <laughs> it's a haircut. It's
3: not a good haircut. Um, gosh, it was, it would have been easy to say Giroux previously, but he, since he mm-hmm. left, it makes it really difficult. Um, also, cause we're not getting a ton of them, the photos of them like going into the stadium now because of the COVID restrictions I would say I'll go back to Loftus-Cheek because just he was also the thirst trap one. So it probably aligns that if it is (laughs) that they're probably the same. That would
2: make sense. Oh, most likely to spend the entire season on the bench.
3: Oh, it's probably a youth player because that's just the way it goes at Chelsea. Uh, I, I think thankfully, Trev Chalbo's got minutes because I was really concerned that he was going to be on the bench. Uh, I think he will ride it more frequently. Uh, Bettinelli, though. Like, I mean, he's a third-choice goalkeeper. Like, the the fact that he's going to see time at some point would scare me because he did not play well for Fulham. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah
0: I think Fulham got <laughs> I mean, so did RLC. And that, that loan didn't work out well fault. for us. Well, for him, rather.
1: I just... I, his beauty couldn't save it. That's so sad. I
0: don't think Fulham could save it.
2: Uh, most likely to be out most of the season with an injury.
3: I mean, it's Christian Pulisic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's injury magnet.
2: And his injury is constantly having COVID. Oh my god! <sighs> Has he
1: been? He's been vaccinated, right? He said he was, and his he like- could lie.
3: I don't know. I'll have, it. have you have you seen I know we're talking about uh European or uh the the proper football, but there was actually an article about the NFL in the athletic, and they were talking about agents. They spoke to three agents of players who talked about this concept of fake vaccination cards and what the league is actually doing because the league is actually not managing the process. It's up to the individual teams to confirm and then report back. But technically the team couldn't ask to actually see the they can't validate beyond the card. They can just accept what the card has on it, and so the black market of COVID vaccination cards is absolutely a real thing and has infiltrated professional sports. Okay, um, you
1: know, the vaccine is free, right?
2: Right. Like, you just—that's that's terrible.
1: Just, get the shot.
2: You I, know um,
0: what, men. I did. I did write that question particularly so that we could address Christian Pulisic's constant injuries (laughs) because I feel like you can't get a full season out of him whether it's Chelsea or whether it's being dependable for the U.S. men's national team it just man get it together (laughs) it's It's unfortunate never heard that before in my life
1: didn't know if you knew that
3: it's a chocolate city right
1: yeah, I've been there. What? It's nothing special. What? I've never heard that. There's you, chocolate there? You do get fresh hot chocolate after you do the little roller coaster ride and why you go would he through he ever leave? see how I don't it's know. made.
3: Is so. it because okay. he has to have That's Cadbury's? Is that why the, the issue oh. is? He's not getting enough Hershey <laughs> quotient in the UK?
1: But it was That's with his 10 things he always has. Oh my god. <laughs>
2: Alright, <laughs> All right. <laughs> who is most likely to get into a Twitter fight with a fan? Me.
3: <laughs> uh, probably Antonio Rudiger, I feel like he would take it to another level. I think he's the type of person who uh you know there there was a uh little bit of a journalistic feud last season that continued to uh, transcend the zoom calls, so i'm I wouldn't be surprised if he uh called someone out.
2: I
0: think Bell Silva would also be likely to call someone out mm. on Twitter. And I'm just including her and part of the team. And honestly, I have her back. Whatever she says, I'm going to support, like, and retweet.
2: Um, Most likely to score the most goals for the season.
3: I mean, the smart money would be on Lukaku. um, But, I mean, if you want to know more.
0: 11 goal scores right now.
3: I know if you. I guess if you wanted to go like outside, the, it's not going to be Timo Werner. Uh, sadly,
1: surprises with a hat trick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I will so it.
1: Chelsea to two. Okay.
3: Um. Yeah, I, 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 don't see it being anyone other than Lukaku. Okay.
0: I, I mean, I agree. He's on fire. Um, most likely to get the most red cards.
3: This is hard because Chelsea are typically a well-disciplined side. Like, even when Diego Costa was at Chelsea, he didn't get red cards. He just would pick up a yellow and convince the ref to give a red to somebody else, <laughs> which was quite magical in his level of shithousery. I would say it probably ends up being Keppa with a goalkeeper mistake, like coming out of the box and trying to make a save like too late I think that's probably what could happen. Cause the, like historically red cards are the last couple seasons, like Tebow would get one and like, that would be the one, or there was like the weird Gary Cahill one at the start of that season where Jermaine Boga basically lost his whole opportunity to play at Chelsea because that was the one game he was actually getting a chance to play in and they subbed him off. Um, so I would go with goalkeepers. I don't think it's going to be Mendy. So I would say Kept.
0: I think that's fair. Although Reese James did get a red card that was pretty unwarranted in a recent match against a recent red team that I will believe I'm it's pretty
3: fair. He made a movement. He jiggled that arm. He gave a, It was too much jello. There was too much jello there. He needed my, to be, like, cement.
2: My it was attempted, attempted murder. murder. They
1: <laughs> went based off of a picture and not a video. It's not picture assistant referee. It's video that's assistant. True. And I don't like when calls are made after a picture. Like, if he had reviewed it and was like, okay, that's what I saw. Then it sucks, but Okay
3: right it's it's not jpegs it's gifs right so like we want a gif review not a jpeg review absolutely so that was
1: my biggest issue with it like i don't care about the penalty it was absolutely a penalty kick but i don't think you can make a red card decision not based off of a video or something so you're still saying goalkeepers he's saying kepa. that's
0: fair we might fight later but that's fine (laughs)
3: He's also not as tall as he says his stats are, which is like very funny, having stood next to him previously, and I'm six one-ish rounding up, and I stand eye to eye with him, and actually maybe can look down a little bit from the eye level.
0: Contra- so uh- oh. I, mean, I don't know. Not- maybe there's a difference in like the the metric system here conversion <laughs> <all> <laughs> There's some conversion issues here, okay. Maybe, he, maybe, when, maybe when
3: he has to travel. He just, you know, has to compress in size a little bit and takes him a little cup, you know, like a chia pet, like it needs a little bit of time to expand back to his full size. It's possible. Maybe
1: your shoes have thicker soles.
3: Oh, that that could be it, too.
2: Yeah. Problem solved. Is that how he styles the hair for the day?
3: Oh, the hair definitely is a part That's of it. I, I 100% <laughs> believe that he's yeah. using every inch of hair to qualify in his tight. I believe it.
0: Uh, most likely to get traded mid season.
3: Oh, wow. Uh, it's probably some type of young player who's not getting time. Uh, my my preferred one would be that we find a way to end Billy uh, Gilmore's terrible loan to Norwich City because they're going to go the whole season and not win a single game. And I don't think that's a really great way to build confidence for a player. So, yeah, let's 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 like. Get Ruben on a loan so we could technically bring Billy back home. That would be ideal.
0: Yeah, I, I thought that was, I mean, it made sense. He's a young player and you wanted him to get minutes and experience and like just that time on the pitch. But then you send him to literally the worst team. And like, what is that doing for him? They haven't won a game. You're doing awful. Bring that poor kid home. He needs some help. He needs to be loved on. He's too good for this. most likely to drop the F-bomb in a live match broadcast?
3: Oh, the thing is, so all the players are super media trained, like especially the ones from the Academy at a really early age, they start to give them a lot of training. And so I don't think it ends up being someone who came from Chelsea. It's not gonna be like a common graduate, like Mason Mountain would be super funny, but it's not gonna happen. I feel like, Alonzo is the kind of flippant guy at times who could just be like, I don't care. Kind of like the Seth Fabregas one where he talked about football being fucking incredible after winning Mm -hmm. the league. Like, I I think Alonzo could do something similar.
0: Did I think Kai did it after Champions League? Oh, yeah. Kai did too. Kai was a good one. And well, yeah, Yeah. thanks to him. Yeah.
1: We love cheekbones.
0: Okay. Most likely to make the worst dressed list. Ben Joel.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, it's also mason mason unfortunately has some ho- has no drip it's,
1: <laughs> it's so bad mason with that purple sweater vest was one time. <laughs> it's and the Aspie, purple sweater and asked called him out on it she you know, always dresses terribly that will never it's these
0: young me. boys and their stylists they, just, <laughs> they have the money okay Do uh her. this is the last superlative and then we have some really fascinating rapid fires for you most likely to have an OnlyFans? Oh,
3: god uh, <laughs> um, yeah that is a really good question i don't uh, none of them would because they would get in some serious trouble um,
0: okay, we're not playing real life here
3: we aren't playing real life we don't
0: want to uh, oh i have a list
3: how would you i i can't even think of any, any one of them who would like most of like a lot of them are also like have family? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what were saying they about, got kids. <laughs> so you're saying that if they don't have families, they're young, like young twenty year old boy men who are making millions of dollars, they probably have an
3: OnlyFans. Oh, we're saying. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I was taking it from the preface of they actually had their own OnlyFans oh, account yeah. that they were hosting versus. I think uh, okay. <laughs> I
0: mean, at first. It, if you were still here, it's Olivier Giroux. hands down, no question asked. Like he likes some sketchy stuff, I'm sure. Absolutely. Well, you
3: know, you know, Jorginho does have a cameo, so like that would be the, I guess, next evolution of it, where you can pay like you know, four hundred bucks to have him do like a thirty second video.
0: There you go. That would be fun. You know what? I respect that answer.
1: <laughs> that is
0: fantastic. Um, that was so much fun. Now we're going to get into some incredibly difficult, you're going to,
1: they're going to be so hard. You're not going
0: to know what to do.
3: Ready? Ready? Rapid fire. I, I'm, I'm ready.
1: Okay. Please list from least hated to most hated players you hate playing against. Here's the list. Harry Kane. Okay. Kevin De Bruyne, Marcus Rashford. And Mo Salah. Sorry, Beth. But we'll be Uh, not really least is that
3: and Marcus Rashford doesn't typically score against us. So he's kind of in the least end there. Most all is probably in the worst because I I generally dislike Liverpool the most and actually traditionally most like, you know, uh, your dad style uh, Chelsea uh, fans uh, the kind of the the long-term supporters are very much like Liverpool is the side that they typically tend to hate the most. Uh, Tottenham's like a kid brother because you beat up on them so often that you almost feel just like the tiny inside voice saying, you know what? Like we're not, they view us as a rival. We don't view them as a rival because all we do is beat them. So like it's not necessarily the rivalry the same way that like it is with Liverpool where we've seen like the, and then city, we have their number at the moment now and they have spent a billion pounds since Pep that got there. And they have spent more than chelsea so i i'm not super concerned about them um so yeah uh rashford de bruyne kane sala
1: okay Beth, that's actually a compliment
3: it mm-hmm. is it means I, I i he's he's he he's such a threat absolutely and- critical for them and mm-hmm. is a threat in front of goal all the time and i don't like <laughs> I don't like how he puts our players under pressure because he's good.
2: (laughs) And I like how he puts them under pressure. (laughs) All right. Which team would you relegate if you could?
3: Oh, probably Arsenal, just because I think it would just be so hilarious. Like they're not going to do it by themselves because they're just just too good right they're like the big banks they were too big to fail and so like the, the universe is going to bail them out and keep them in the premier league but if we could have it in the championship for one season particularly in the season where they're filming like videos about them documentaries how perfect would that be for it to happen it'd be great
0: Hilarious. i thought it was going to happen last season
2: <laughs> i also think it <laughs> might happen yeah, this i don't know someone on and they say arsenal i always like picture like what that would be like, and it's always very funny.
3: <laughs> yes. Have the <laughs> biggest stadium in the championship. <laughs> oh. oh, Arsenal, you're so
0: silly. Um, so we we play a game here that's kind of based on <laughs> Mary Fuck Kill, but we call it play bench trade. So would you play bench or trade? Mason Mounts, Mendy tiago
3: silva oh that's that's it was cool cool. (laughs) (laughs) oh so wait mendy mountain silva yes okay um uh i'm probably playing mason uh just because i mean look we've interviewed the guy like i i I, you know shout us out in the Champions League final and give him a high five. Like I, I can't replay like I, there's there's too much of a bond there. I can't do He's it. it. Um, I think I would be comfortable benching Mendy because our defense is so good that Tuchel could basically make uh, a mop in a bucket, a competent goalkeeper in the Premier League. And so like <laughs> I joked about Bentinelli earlier, but Like we don't concede shots and we don't concede like high quality shots. So I feel pretty good about that. Like he can take some time off, enjoy, you know, catch up on your Netflix, find a good novel to read. Uh, And then I probably uh, would trade Silva, even though it means losing Bell Silva and that, uh, that super hurts. And I'm sorry.
0: It's hard. It's meant to be a little disappointing, but I don't even know what I would do. Do you know what you would do? I know what you would do. I would, play mason i would also bench mason and then i would trade everyone else yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that would work in my book um moving on from mason mount yeah. unfortunately, i mean we could have a whole mason mount podcast whenever you're ready
3: <laughs> oh yeah i mean we already have one um that we could just repurpose but yeah he's uh He's fantastic. His dad is a a real wonderful guy too. Uh if I can I can I tangent, is that allowed? Uh, Okay. There are no rules here. Well, so uh for those who don't listen, right, we do a Chelsea podcast and we were crazy enough to try and find and make a way during a global pandemic to go see the Champions League final, which was a top three day uh being on the rotating planet we call Earth. And Before the match, we knew a friend of a friend who said, Hey, like Tony's available. Do you want to go talk to Tony? Tony being Mason Mount's father. And so we went to the hotel where the, um, the in between some early drinking in the morning and then more drinking afterwards, uh, found a moment of time where we got to go speak to his father for a little bit before the game. And we talked about like the epic cup final and how the team was super like they all, he's like, they all took it easy and they all were like laying off. They didn't want to get injured before the champions league final. Like they clearly had an eye on one other game and you can tell like just his, his dad uh, has clearly raised him to be a pretty exceptional human. So yeah, Mason Mount uh, always gets uh top marks for me, even if he has a bad day at the office.
0: Um, Mason Mount, because we have like two years of podcast, and I'm going to give you a rundown of my personal experience. Is that Mason Mount has been my soccer crush since day one? And the whole reason, like, I jumped into soccer kind of late in the past few years, and Trisha was always like, Don't force your Premier League club, it will come find you. To you. Like, Chelsea
1: you just, found me, Eden has aired found me. You just
0: need to find it. And watching Mason Mount play and then figuring out the kind of person he was off the pitch, I was like, I just need to be involved with whatever this this person is about because he's one of those players that just is dynamic and magnetic and I think such a great face of the club. So that doesn't surprise me. Also, thank you for letting me live vicariously through you in the portrait experience because that was awesome.
3: Yeah, I was the one who uh, got delayed leaving the country. And so I arrived on the match day and that was pretty cool too because it's like arriving late to an event, that like was already about to start and you get like the extra surge of energy because like the adrenaline kind of kicks in. It was great. Yeah. It was uh it was a real fantastic experience.
2: Until when? Mind blown. I'm going to, Oh wait, it's not my turn. I was about to jump to my question, but it's Trisha's question. Thank you, Beth. No, okay. sorry.
1: Which is your Harry Potter house?
3: Uh, probably Ravenclaw.
1: That's fair. Round us all out. One of each. We ask
0: everyone. We just need to know.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's fair.
2: Um, I was going to explain this question a little bit. When I'm in the supporter section at FC Cincinnati's game, I like to yell, like, the full name of the players when I'm yelling at them. Like, first, middle, and last. And I usually make up the middle names because I usually don't know them. So I just want to know if you know the the middle names of any of the Chelsea players. Uh, Oh, it's
3: Benjamin... James Chilwell is uh the middle name there. Uh I think that's probably the only one that I know off the top of my head.
0: You know you know Masons and don't know you know Masons.
3: Oh, it's probably Tony too. It's probably yeah, it's Mason Tony Mount. Um That's his dad's uh, name, yeah. Yeah. I that's the only two I can I can think of then. Uh I don't yeah, know, I I feel like the others are probably probably all lost to me <laughs> i know too many other stats about them <laughs> I, need, I need to make space for the other like what's their xg for the season what's their expected assists? <laughs> like that's a, that's what i have made space for the middle names yeah. unfortunately got, got deleted
2: you. all you'll be able to think about is their middle names going forward <laughs> <laughs> that can help us what are some more middle names kai
0: lucas
1: havertz mm-hmm.
3: is it lucas with a c or a k with a k Ooh, okay. That, that's kind of yeah, spicy. Yeah. yeah,
1: I love him. Uh, I don't know. What, do I know any others? Uh, Timo doesn't have a middle name. Right.
0: Uh, Aspie doesn't have a middle name because P has PP. He does not. Uh, neither does Keppa. They're Spanish.
2: We'll just have to give him one if you get mad and have to scream at him from the... i know. I'll have to give it <laughs> Timo. Dang it, word. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Timo God <damn> it, score. <laughs> I think
0: that could be his name. I call him a little
3: bit Andreas Bodker Christensen is okay. uh Bodker. That's B O D K E R. That's a pretty legit middle name.
0: That yeah, is. Mm-hmm. That that's a that's a name. That's a next great name. match. I'm out. I that's what I'm yelling out. It's my trivia question. <laughs> um what is the last show that you binge
3: watched? Oh, um, actually, I keep track of them, but I don't remember off the top of my head. But as I look into my phone and see, what was uh, I've been watching Star Wars, uh, Star, uh, Star Trek Lower Decks. It's like an animated version of Star yeah. Trek uh, where it focuses on all like the, the crew who does the grunt work and what their day would be like on a spaceship mm. that goes on crazy events. And it's been fun.
2: I like that. I saw a commercial for it. It looked really funny.
1: What was your last one? The last show I binge watched to completion or to update is what we do in the chat. Yeah, you did. But I
3: right. oh, started
1: Superstore, which I, I'm really enjoying as someone who worked retail for many years. It's delightful. But what we it's do... It's a, a very
3: show. accurate depiction of what it means to work with yeah. the throngs of people.
1: There's like this guy just walking through and he has a rug in the car, cart and he's just moving along, just knocking a whole bunch of shit off. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Great show.
1: Oh, it's my turn. Uh, which player do you think is overrated? And which player do you think is underrated?
3: Oh, um looking at the list now. Uh and Golokante is underrated because he hasn't won a Ballon d'Or yet, and that just feels wrong to me in terms of the universe. <laughs> like he yeah. the thing like, but he plays at such a high level that he always gets the like you don't think about him as like a man of the match or player of the match. And you're just like, yeah, but Nicole Conte was so good today. Wasn't he? And like, he just gets graded on this ridiculous curve. Um, and then a player who's overrated. has to, I probably think Ziesh is to me is feels like a pretty poor acquisition. Like he's got like a, a little sauce that he can plot in a couple of matches, but in general does not look enthused to play in the premier league where you have to run for the majority of the game as a a winger. And, uh, you know, like even Lukaku is getting back into the, like to, to win the ball back. Like it it just, yeah. I I think Ziesh seemingly is overrated because he's got some really good stats in a a super easy league.
0: I, I think that's fair. I would like to add in there that I think Mateo Kovacic is underrated. Especially this season. He stepped into that eight role and then has been absolutely on
3: fire. Did we just, we do, do we not know that if we just changed his number, he would figure out how to start assisting in volume again? I, like that, if that, if that was it, like, why don't we do it sooner? Why, why did not you just say, in? Hey guys, if I wear the eight, I'm going to come to play and I, we figure I, out a way to do that for him.
0: And But doesn't he feel like a different player this season than last season? Um, Last season, like, I was like, oh, he's aggressive in the midfield. That's great. But this season, I feel like he ha- has taken on a lot more leadership in the midfield. and It's been fantastic to watch him.
3: He's got swag now. Like, and, and this is a guy who wears, like, dad jeans in some of his photos. And <laughs> so, like, yeah, maybe. I mean, it could, could very well be the case. I maybe mean, some Rockport's. You know, he's just really is kind of like completing the, uh, the picture, but yeah, he's got a level of sauce at the moment. Um, Tuchel gave him the, the, the space jam level, like special stuff and threw it at him and just told him that it was going to help him out. And, uh, the psychological change there has been pretty impressive.
2: Yeah. Keep doing that. Um, who is a player that used to be at your club that you would bring back in a second?
3: Fikawa Tomori. I think he's like the perfect, like left center back Phil. And if Antonio Rüdiger decides he wants a big payday elsewhere, like you would have uh, one of the best European defenders. Uh, AC Milan is super lucky. (laughs) that They they bought on the low. Um, So credit to them for being uh, super smart.
0: Do you think, speaking of Tony Rüdiger, do you think that they are going to come to a contract agreement soon?
3: Uh, probably not until after he's had a chance to test the market. So like, I think he's like a, you got to shop February him around through June type of renewal. Okay. Cause I think he'll, he'll let PSG come at him. He'll let Real Madrid come at him and basically say, this is how much we're going to pay you. And then give Chelsea an opportunity to uh match and see if uh he can get the deal he wants, which credit to him. He should, he's uh, a top Three to five center back and all of world football at the moment. So he should he should go get his bag.
0: I mean scoring more goals than team of So oh
3: poor
1: team
0: I only say it because I love him. Um what are some of your favorite soccer Twitter accounts or podcasts?
3: Uh beyond crushes, um let's see. So uh, I think the ringer FC actually like not the whole like shows in their network, but, uh, they do a really nice job of trying to like bounce through all the different, uh, leagues, which I can think is like a super hard thing to do. Um, I struggle to go like one league beyond what I'm watching currently. <laughs> um, when you think about it as a time commitment, um, there's a lot of really good tactics, Twitter accounts. Now, uh, people who do like data visualizations. Um, I don't feel like I'm going to do it justice in the moment off the top of my head, but I will gladly tweet out a list of some of the best accounts. Um, I also think, uh, for Chelsea supporters, um, the Chelsea uh, Pride account and then also the Chelsea Women Supporters Group are both uh, really great at what they do and uh, talking about uh, the issues uh, that everyone uh, allies and then also LGBTQ you know it, people um, are, you know might find interesting in terms of how to improve access to the game and make it more inclusive, and uh, the Women Supporters Group who like are trying to do the hard work of like getting a coach to go travel to a game for supporters because the club wasn't able to, uh, gauge interest appropriately with, uh, air quotes around it, which you think they should be able to do and try to help grow that appropriately because we have uh, not only the best men's team, but we have the best women's team too. And we have most of the best Academy teams, not this year, but in previous years, most of the best Academy teams. And so, um, your your effort on the pitch has to be uh, there has to be a consummate effort off the pitch, too. And uh, the club is mostly right about that and does a lot of great things. But occasionally uh, Super League, for example, uh, gets it wrong and uh, typically reverts course. And so hopefully they continue to uh, do great work.
0: I am so glad you said that. In fact, I saw that Chelsea Today tweeted about their LGBT Q plus allyship, And I think that something that I love about the club is that they always try to seem to be at the forefront of any kind of social issues. And that's something that we are super into. And I think that is important. Whoever you are supporting, make sure that their values are aligning with yours um, clearly as, as closely as possible um, that they're not, you know, doing shady things that you can't support. And also we don't talk about Chelsea's women club enough I mean we do as much as as it comes up but as great as the men's team are I think that the women's team are just even better Emma Hayes does not get the respect she deserves and I mean their whole roster is also equally stacked so if you are enjoying Premier League football in any capacity go check out the women's clubs there's some incredible talent there too
3: well, and it's, it's, it's free to access. Like, they've got an FAA WSL player, which makes it super easy to watch. Um, we have, like, the best couple uh, in uh, Magda and Pernil mm-hmm. in terms of, like, women's football in the world, uh, though maybe Sam Kerr and Muis um, are going to make uh, a run at that title. Okay, um, okay. But,
0: and hear me out, Kristen <laughs> Press and Tobin Heath.
3: I mean, yeah, well, I view the world with blue tinted glasses, so I feel like I, I have to defend <laughs> uh, defend our our, our our Chelsea women players there that's in terms fair. of getting uh, being on the top of the list.
0: <laughs> that's fair. I mean, and as far as playing together, that's you know, the Chelsea's women's club. Go go check them out and support them.
1: If you could watch Chelsea at Wembley play any club in the world, who would it be?
3: Ooh, um, I wouldn't want it to be a type of match that doesn't happen often, like, cause I think it would need to just be, be consummate with the event, uh, the event, we're not going to get like AFC Wimbledon, uh, or, or something else like that, or AFC Richmond. Like we're not going to create like a Ted Lasso, Chelsea <laughs> multiverse, uh, I really like when we've played the Italian sides. Like I, I think if AC Milan continues their trajectory, like I would love to see them play AC Milan. And I think they play really attractive football. Um, we don't, uh, Real Madrid aren't good enough anymore. Um, neither are Barcelona who played a terrible game today as we're recording, <laughs> like a mm-hmm. one, one draw that was messy. awful. Um yeah, I think I think Milan would be cool. I mean, I think they they play all of their, you know, Premier League kind of counterparts too often. And if you play too lower in terms of the competition level, you're not going to get maybe as good of a match. I would want it to be super competitive. And so, uh, yeah, let's go with AC Milan. I dig it.
2: That would be fun. Um, which three Chelsea players do you want on your zombie apocalypse survival team?
3: Ooh, okay. Um... Can I include former players? Yes. Sure, there are no rules. I yeah,
0: we're, uh, we're pretty relaxed about the rules. <laughs> cool.
3: So Petr Cech has to be involved because a man is an absolute polymath. He knows like multiple languages. He plays like the drums. He's you know been now a goalkeeper in like a minor level league in the UK. Like just someone who's that skilled, like clearly is going to be an advantage in a zombie apocalypse. Um I feel like Lukaku is also really super smart and I feel like he would like, he knows, I think eight languages. Um, and so again, like I'm just going for like the appropriate mix of like brawn and brain. And like, if you can get both in one package, even better. Um, gosh, I feel like you have to have some, like, I feel like this is one where like Ben Showell kind of sits in. Like you want someone who also knows how to have a good time because it's going to be hell. You're in a zombie apocalypse. It's not going to be fun. So you need someone who's going to be able to lighten the mood before like season three or season four when they unfortunately get eaten in the most tragic way. So Ben Chilwell probably (laughs) sits in that role. Did
0: did you just sacrifice Ben Chilwell (laughs) to the zombies?
3: Well, no, 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 no. Ben Chilwell just falls into the trope of the zombie universe where the funny person can't live forever, but they're typically not the first person to die. That's fair. Yeah, Yeah, I
1: know why. For a little while, had a Chinese. That is true. Uh, who would be on yours? We're playing by different rules with mine. Okay. <laughs> It'll be soccer crush after dark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is here, soccer crush after dark. Um I have we have one last question for you, and it is the hardest one. Who is your soccer crush? In whatever terms you need that to mean, because we have lists
3: yeah that's it's super tough um I think if I were going so I I think if if it's from oh gosh I mean it it probably isn't Conte right now like just in general like it's it's just so he's just so likable and like there's all these like random stories about like oh he was like walking home one day and like someone recognized them and decided to go have dinner with them. It's like, like the level of like down to earth element is, uh, is super kind of critical. I think in kind of crushing on someone, I think um, we mentioned them earlier, but either Magda or Pernil are probably both appropriate crushes too, just because of how not only they play the game and they play it, you know, fierce as hell but they're also super great in champion causes and being on kind of the forefront and i think that's something like there are a lot of conversation about who the, the goat is in soccer or football and like one of those two people is a terrible human being and shouldn't ever be in a conversation for greatest huh. of all time so i think yeah, we that don't, the-
0: we don't recognize them either here we don't
3: I know. I know. I've, I've listened back. And so I, I'm, I'm glad that I'm in uh, appropriate company to say things such as that. But, uh, you know, I think in general, like the person has to be like, you know, be deeper than just, uh, you know, kind of maybe surface level things. And so I think just, uh, either yeah, Pranell, yeah. or Magda, the combo uh, is uh, is probably another kind of crush as well.
0: Crush on them both.
3: Yeah, they're, they're power duo. You, you, you can't separate them. You got to crush on both.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you for coming to hang out with us. This has been this blast, fun. Um, I feel like
2: all, I know more about Chelsea.
0: So, right. Beth, you were a good sport. Yeah, Beth. thank you. If you're letting us <laughs> you, you're the one best one sport. <laughs> Beth, now, one to ten, do you feel like you love Chelsea just a little bit more now, or no? Like, let's uh, yeah, sure.
1: It. I'll give you that. Oh, I'll, I'll give you that. Listen, oh. if roles were reversed, I'd be like, no. <laughs> that's why i'm the hufflepuff of the group listen i don't that's why i'm the slytherin oh my god
0: (laughs) um and now plug your podcast plug it all where can we find you where can we follow
3: yeah, so it is the London is Blue podcast, which is uh, very appropriately named uh, and continues to be appropriately named uh, yeah. in, into our eighth season. Um, we not only cover the men's team, but we have an episode weekly that's covering the women's team. Uh, we do youth academy updates; like it's all the whole club in like one package. It's just really like you know think about like your favorite candy bar that has like four or five ingredients like that's what our podcast is for chelsea like it kind of covers all the bases like a take five it's like a take five of chelsea podcasts is
1: that a hershey would christian be okay with that
3: yeah you know i I don't know if they are um but i'm not really concerned so
1: he's he's
3: (laughs) yeah yeah but loneswood podcast it's uh it's a lot of fun and we don't take ourselves way too seriously because we're supporters first and uh you know, we, we're not the official podcast of the club, but, uh, we like to think that we're, uh, pretty darn close to it with, uh, the, the content we put out.
0: I think so. Thank we you. love your podcast Thanks for putting out the content. It's fun for us. It's super fun, super conversational. Go follow them, check out all the things that they are not only podcasting, but tweeting. Um, cause sometimes you guys get one over on me and I like hilarious so thank you for having a sense of humor because the soccer community definitely needs more of it um and again coming to crush with us it's just it's so fantastic i love it when i can just talk chelsea all the time and i need to know like who's starting the chelsea whatsapp like i just need to get on all this
3: like <laughs> i just i mean, we, we we can get it going that's not a problem
0: let's go because I, I, I
3: need to refine my, my my crush answers over time too. Like no, I, I, if new one kind of comes in, I need to make sure that I update it appropriately.
0: Well, listen, you answered all of our questions appropriately, so feel free to come back. Hate the same things we do. If you Tottenham. need to say if you need to say mean things about Tottenham, come to us first.
3: We <laughs> overwatch lawless. This is a safe space <laughs> to hate on Tottenham.
1: <laughs> or the other person whose name we do not yeah, mention on to- here.
0: We're here for everything you need, but um, thanks again. We appreciate it.
1: Very much. And that is it for today, Crushes. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com.
2: Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday League squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. We're using that over and over forever. That was perfect, (laughs) Beth. Perfect a new
0: crush of the week poll will be coming your way this weekend if you have nominations send them our way if you want to share your soccer love story or come talk about chelsea or liverpool or liverpool acceptable that's totally acceptable dm us or just dm us because you want to we'd love to have you make sure you like subscribe and rate our podcast on all platforms available and thank you for listening to
1: soccer (laughs) crush